Okay, well, we are live. Welcome to an episode of Beyond ERP. Today, we have the remarkable guest, Robert Ward, CEO of Holy City Gutter Works. Robert is a passionate leader in the home improvement industry, specializing in the gutter systems. With a strong background in business management and a dedication to excellence, Robert has propelled Holy City Gutter Works to become a leader, a leading name in the field, providing top-notch solutions for homeowners. I'm Louis Ballard, partner at Nuage, and alongside me is my co-host, Gina Ostrowski. Let's dive into the enriching journey of Robert Word. Robert, thank you again for joining us today. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Hi, Robert. We're glad you're here. And your journey in the home improvement industry has been really impressive. Uh, could you share a little bit with our audience a brief overview of your professional path and your vision for Holy City Gutterworks? For sure. Um, at least in terms of the home improvement space, I started, um, I had the opportunity when my wife, my wife is a physician and she was still in training and we moved, um, you know, that life is a little bit transient. We moved to Charlottesville, Virginia, and I worked out a partnership with somebody and um, flipped houses in Charlottesville, Virginia for a couple of years. Um, I was kind of born, born and raised with a, with a hammer in my hand. So um, I had never done any sort of structured home remodeling. I didn't have experience beyond like, you know, hey, I think you can do this. Let's do it. Um, and so I did it um, for better or for worse. And when I moved, we moved back to Charleston after those projects had finished up. Um, my partner and I decided to part ways there. So I started um, at a large gutter protection uh, manufacturer and dealer. Um, I helped start their office and was their regional production manager. Um, I was not really happy being in middle management without a lot of control over, you know, the quality or, or, you know, both the quality of, of the, the, the final product that customers were getting as well as, um, you know, how customers would get treated along the way. Um, you know, I just, I didn't like the control. I didn't like the lack of control or the lack of, you know, I felt responsible when these people were unhappy. So, um, I stepped away, um, and started Holy City Gutterworks out of my garage. Um, honestly, at first, you know, I didn't have any gutter experience until joining, um, that previous company, but I felt like, you know, I knew what was going on with it. How hard could it be? Right. Um, so I started, I put a post on next door and started doing gutter work. Um, really as a bridge, I was trying to get into commercial construction. And by the time I actually got a job offer, things were going well enough that, um, the writing became pretty clear. Um, and that path went from, as soon as I did that, I signed the lease, um, on a warehouse. And the moment I signed that lease on the warehouse, I don't think the ink was dry. I went on vacation with my family and blew out my patellar tendon. Um, so I was like 95% of the entire business at that point. Um, and I just lost my ability to walk for three months or drive anywhere at that point. So I, uh, I panicked and researched chapter 11 for a day. And then I got down to business and started making some phone calls and I learned to I learned to grow overnight <laughs> um, yeah. and uh, 
honestly, you know, I mean, I, I think that is probably the cornerstone of why Holy City Go to Works has grown beyond what it is, is because instead of me slowly growing it as I saw fit, I overnight had to figure out how I was how I was going to put food on the table for the next uh, four months, and uh, it was good. It was a good lesson in you know pivoting and growing and um, figuring out how to do things better. That's really cool. I love that you said next door because I, I have that uh, platform as well. You never know what comes about that, but um, I mean, it goes hard and, and to get you to get you started, right? <laughs> my, my neighbors uh, were gracious enough to keep me busy roughly <laughs> for about three months without any sort of paid advertising. I mean, you talk about starting a business, you know, from the bootstraps. Um, sure. I, I couple posts on next door, and I was. You know, first three months of my business were booked without me having to advertise. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was really blessed with with that starting point because I also had no idea what I was doing, too. So, <laughs> Robert, in, in the vein of uh, the entrepreneurial spirit and kind of just bootstraps, figuring it out as you went, can you tell us kind of where you started to where you are right now with Holy City Gutterworks and you know, the tremendous growth you guys have, have encountered? I did. I mean, I think the, you know, the cornerstone and, and really the most important part, the most important, you know, we're, we're a customer. I make the joke all the time. We're a customer service company fronting as a gutter company. I mean, at the end of the day, our primary goal is to make sure that, that, you know, the customer has like a satisfying, if not a five-star experience. I and mean, that's been our goal the whole time. Um, but the problem is as you add more people and as you grow and more people call and you need to deal with more things, um, if you don't have your ducks in a row in terms of where your money's going, how your money's being spent, how your people are out in the field representing you and, you know, without having any sort of standards and operations, you know, things become chaotic and, you know, like a fire drill. Um, and I think, you know, I reached the point where I was working a ridiculous number of hours and didn't, you know, I was reaching the point where I didn't know what I was going to do with it anymore. Um, and started, you know, reaching out to, to find resources. I started, you know, working on building systems, um, initially started into a CRM, you know, was able to kind of pinpoint some major problems. Um, we've since upgraded our CRM, to uh, our ERP at this point. We went from a CRM to an ERP, so we cover more now. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, that the two biggest keys to being, you know, to, to growing successfully beyond kind of small business to small middle business, if, if, if I can say that, is, you know, number one, staying true to your core values, making sure that the customer is still the most important part, but then your internal processes do everything to, to support that. And that's, you know, making sure that the people that are out doing your in unit installs know what they're doing. Your salespeople are treating customers appropriately and also ensuring that all the information gets back to us that we need. And then, you know, that we have a system to be able to track where the money goes and um, how it's being spent and budgeting and, you know, which is actually sometimes the toughest part of the business. Mm -hmm. And in kind of in, in the vein of um, 
where the industry as a whole is going. You know, you, you noted offline just moments ago, just kind of, you know, speaking with, with kind of the, the contractors group, where, where do you foresee the gutter industry going over the next couple of years? Is there massive consolidation going on? I mean, how, how much is tied to just the seasonality? It seems like weather is always getting worse every single year. So I'm assuming there's no shortage of, uh, of, of kind of your line of work. Can you talk us through what's changing, what's happening in the industry as a whole? So th there is right now um, kind of a venture capital thirst for home improvement businesses. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a lot of interest in the space from larger, you know, looking for consolidation. But here, you know, the thing that I have learned and I actually think this winds up being more of a benefit than a fault. However, I just have yet to really, I haven't figured out how to quite um, exploit it fully, but you know, the roofing industry is pretty well overseen. There's the NRCA, there's, you know, um, you need licenses in order to practice. And, you know, it's pretty easy to put your thumb on the pulse of what's going on on roofing and who's doing well with roofing because, you know, you can tell who's doing it well because, you know, you can grow a $10 million business in one city. Mm -hmm. um, the gutter space kind of exists in no man's land, at least, you know, in South Carolina, we don't, no gutter person needs a license. We don't have any inspections. Um, you know, so we kind of, we kind of live, I, I like to say it's the wild, wild west. Um, but the thing is, you know, there's clearly enough need for my business that, that people are calling us and, you know, I mean, we've put together a pretty healthy business. Now, that's not to say that a good portion of our business isn't roofers calling us to do their work as well. Mm -hmm. um, but the other thing I, I've noticed is that it's completely underserved. Every other gutter installer that I know learned gutter installation via folklore. They learned it from the guy that taught it to them. Mm -hmm. So who's to say that they're doing it right? And to be honest with you, there's a whole lot of things that we've learned along the way that really aren't aren't right um and we maybe had to learn that the hard way as well so um i think you know i'm hoping that you know the more i learn about where we exist in the space and and kind of you know i i don't see a lot of major nationwide competition against what we're doing but i definitely see a whole lot of interest in um you know, there's a lot of venture capital firms digging into to home, you know, home improvement businesses because I mean, people are going to need roofs. People are, gonna, you know, people are going to need gutters. People are going to need windows and doors. Um, and people are always going to have houses to fix up. And I feel like whether it's building new houses or fixing old ones, um, you know, at, at least that part of the industry is not dying. Mm -hmm. It, it's always going to grow because we're building a ton of houses right now too. So, and how are you with respect to just kind of uh, forecasting out the seasonality? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, and, and being in Charleston, are, are you are you foreseeing? Okay, hurricane season hits on you know early August, September. We're going to be busy through the rainy season all the way through the spring. Or how much of that that kind of forecasting goes into your model, or if at all? Uh, a lot, actually. Um, and I think it's for us, it's probably more because, you know, like <laughs> we've probably gotten burned on the on the stove from it um, by not using, you know, 
not tracking like our financials over the year and not seeing, uh, you know, where the leads downturn. Um, I mean, at this point, we've pretty much pinpointed like the moment and it's that period between Thanksgiving and New Year's is, is really um, in previous years, especially um, the year before last was, you know, like we had to kind of take the COVID year and, you know, the stuff around COVID out of, mm-hmm. of our financial stuff because it just it, it was an anomaly in terms of home service businesses because people were home looking at their honey to do list. And they, so they were, you know, they were knocking it out. It was the entire home services businesses was laughing that, you know, it was really easy to, to build a business there, but now things are moving back to normal. Um, and if we're not paying attention to how our leads are coming in, how we're spending our money and how effective it is. Um, and especially knowing that the doldrums are coming from Thanksgiving to new year's, um, things can get bad have you uh, have you named have you named the uh, the, the pinpointed moment and patented the catchphrase anti-thanksgiving i don't know i, I haven't i haven't uh, pinpointed it yet i mean i haven't I haven't named it yet but um you know i mean in the, as we analyze data over the last several years um it's pretty clear where it happens and it's actually crazy to see i mean even during the COVID time you know that period dropped but when you start to take the the waterfall that was COVID of, you know, people doing home service based improvements, um, you know, the the cliff that that it would fall off, um, you know, right after Thanksgiving was like, oh. Um, so, I mean, a, a large part of our marketing is is focused just to make sure that, uh, you know, we don't we're not sitting around twiddling our thumbs hoping. Hoping it rains. <laughs> the only other thing that drives the phone to ring is the rain. So. And then Robert, as CEO of Holy City Gutterworks, um, you've kind of shed some light on cri- some critical aspects of managing this home improvement business. But um, can you maybe touch on some additional challenges? Are you having, you know, the trades is a big thing that um, there's emphasis. No one's going into them anymore, you know, stuff like that. So is that a- affecting your business or tell us maybe about some challenges and then maybe some unique opportunities would be helpful. It is. It, it has been finding personnel. And I, you know, I mean, I think that is, that's kind of the universal gripe, maybe across all business at the moment is that people mm-hmm. can't find um, a lot of people, but you know, we, we, made a concerted effort to work on our our really kind of the lead process for finding employees you know so we tried to we tried to build a better pipeline with that we worked harder on um the interview process and and then we built a training process on the other side so you know while i can say yes like you know we we have the same hard time that everybody else does I feel like the effort that we have made in in the people that we've hired more now more so now than ever are, are sticking. So at least the effort that we're putting into getting people in the door and teaching them like you know they're sticking around now. Yeah, um, you're retaining them. You're retaining yeah, which, it's great. You know, it's great I, mm-hmm. as a process improvement. Um, and I think you know probably the unique. There's a whole lot of unique opportunities because 
you know, this is one of the industries where technology is kind of the last to come in. Um, most people in MySpace would still prefer to do everything by pen and paper. Um, you know, we, we've, I've always been a huge fan of tech. We lean into it wherever we can. I mean, if it means keeping guys off ladders, we can use drones. Um, you know, uh, for us, you know, a huge tech improvement for us, just from a baseline business standpoint. So when we moved to NetSuite, being able to have, um, like being able to see our accounting in accrual because, you know, we initially were just operating cash in, cash out. And you talk about not being able to see where your money goes. That's, perfect way to do it it's because nothing is accounted for appropriately so you don't know what to, you know you don't know what to apply anything against but um i think the 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 biggest i mean i think the biggest opportunity that i see is um especially in my space is is just getting better what we do and expanding um our market share outside of charleston because um I just, I don't, there's not a whole, you know, there's not a whole lot of national gutter companies at the moment. So for me, then that's, that's kind of, that's been our long-term vision from the get-go, but we have to improve a lot on our processes first. <clears throat> As you know, Robert, being at the forefront um, in your industry on the tech side, I'm kind of making that assumption, um, but, but, you know, looking at the data, making sense of data, looking at, you know, all things accounting, talking about the customer experience. Um, what excites you over the next couple of years and how you're going to leverage that technology for the whole customer experience? Um, I'll, I think if I can pick one piece of the tech industry that I'm really excited about is the, is the artificial intelligence side. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, I, I think maybe I, I don't think using it for individual customer communication and writing emails back and forth is the best way to do it. Um, because, you know, I, I just, I don't think the model was built that way. It's, it's not built to replace communication. However, you know, when it expands to be able to further analyze financial data and further, you know, kind of deep dive the trends and, um, you know, I took statistics in college, but I can't necessarily, you know, I'm not going to sit here and look at my spreadsheets and, and drop deep statistical analysis on our, uh, on our numbers. I think, you know, it's going to kind of open access to, you know, gutter guys like me, <laughs> um, kind of, you know, deeper insights into like what makes their business tick and, and hopefully points out some, some, some open opportunities. Um, I think, you know, we're just in the advent of that. And I, I see long-term in the construction space, a, a whole lot of use cases for it. Um, and I may have gotten sidetracked on ultimately the baseline question, but that's what I'm looking forward to the most is just seeing, I, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes next because, yeah. you know, I, I, I took a course on it and started using it and, um, my mind is blown every time I get it to do what I want it to do. Yeah, we're, we're in the same boat. NetSuite is making, uh, I think it's Sweet World this year. You'll, you'll get quite a few announcements on that. Mm -hmm. so we're, we're excited to see uh, some of the capabilities and when they get rolled out too. So. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people have leaned into it for the marketing side, which I absolutely think, I mean, I, I see the benefit of that. But for mm -hmm. me, you know, 
one of the huge time sucks in, in like the upper management side of the business is, is like standardizing processes and, and just putting the documentation together for it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I took an email that I said to somebody the other day and put it through and had it, I was like, you know, write me a detailed standard, op standard operating procedure off of this email. And it was, Crazy. it was perfect. <laughs> 45 seconds for me to copy the email, drop it in there and spit it out. I'm like, I just sat here and wrote that thing for like three days. So um, we're, we're in the same boat. So definitely mind blowing for sure. Mm -hmm. And then um, can you share with us maybe a book or a resource, or maybe you had a specific mentor that influenced uh, your approach and your entrepreneurship and home improvements business? Gosh, I can't talk. For yes. sure. Um, I've got a, I mean, I, I've got a long list. Um, I joined the certified contractors network in, uh, at the beginning of this year. Um, and that was a huge, um, game changer for me because, you know, I, I suddenly had access to a nationwide resource of extremely talented, you know, contractors, just like me. So I didn't feel like I was on an island anymore. Um, they help, you know, that organization helps with, you know, kind of defining the structure of the business and teaching you how to read the numbers in your business and teaching you how to, how to, how to manage all your different departments. They've got a sales program, a marketing program. Um, it's been huge. I mean, I, I had, I've, I've basically just scratched the surface on everything they offer, but, um, it was a huge win in my book because I've already seen the benefits of it. Um, and on the flip side of that, I joined, um, a mindset mastermind group, uh, with a guy named Sean Fuhrer this year, um, with about 30, about 30 other home improvement guys. Funny enough, most of them are also in CCN. Um, but it's guys that are running, you know, 20, 30, $40 million, um, home improvement businesses. And obviously, you know, the, this is something that I want to build one day, but you know, the other side of that is these are guys that are just slightly further along in, in their journey. Um, these are guys that I, I can ask questions about how they structured certain things. Or, I mean, it, we've gone as far as to exchange documents back and forth about, you know, job descriptions and whatnot. Um, but then we all are going through a, a 12 week process about, um, you know, how to better improve how we think and how we approach the day and how we uh, approach our lives. Um, just embracing gratitude and abundance. Um, it sounds kind of hokey on the surface, but it's been the other most uh, game changing piece of my life this year. Um, it's improved basically everything I've done. So um, I would say those are probably the two most important things. And then um, traction is the most recent book I finished. The entrepreneur's operating system has been. Those are those are fantastic responses. Uh, and as they say, like founder CEO, sometimes it feels like you're on an island. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll make sure we include a link to to those groups. And yeah, um, that's our episode. It's been another episode of Beyond ERP. Big thank you, Robert, for joining us today. For sure. Into the world of home improvement and how you're using technology. And you know, if you'd like to connect with Robert, we'll make sure we include his information, learn more about Holy Civic Better Works. 
You can find them on LinkedIn. We'll provide the link below. Until next time, stay inspired. Thank you again to our listeners. Remember, you don't have to do your digital transformation journey alone. We had Milaj help in that process. So, Robert, want to give you the last word. Anything else you want to add before we conclude today's podcast? No, I mean, I'll say this. I, I, uh, I was blessed to work with you guys this year on our uh, NetSuite um, or last year on our NetSuite implementation. NetSuite has been a, a huge piece of of our continued growth because we were able to see um, we're finally able to see how our business moves um, you know over the course of a year and, and move to a, a an accrual accounting system which is um, I mean I, I don't know any home improvement company on earth that can survive on cash um, so uh, thank you again for that and um, yeah if, if anybody has any questions I, I I love what I do. I'll talk about it all day long. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Thank you again, Robert. Have a great day, everybody. Cool. Thank you.